to the Prophecy Club. I've got Dave Phillips in the studio with me today. We're going to talk about, well, something so amazing I thought it would probably never come, but I'm glad that it finally has, okay? Essentially, I'm going to introduce Dave Phillips that is going to be helping me in a major way with the Prophecy Club radio program and other areas. So, first of all, to set the scene, I used to teach a management seminar, and it was a rather expensive one. It was rather high dollar and a lot of large corporations, a lot of large and successful businesses sent their people to this seminar. One of the things that I used to teach in this seminar was is the first responsibility of every manager, of every owner of a business is to replace himself. Now, hang on. I've got good news. All right. In other words, if there is a business that has an owner or a manager that cannot or has not replaced himself, that is a replaceable organization. Now, through these years, I've my, my son's. And my daughter helped a lot with the ministry. I've got a son in Topeka that basically runs the whole ministry there. My daughter leads praise and worship for the Prophecy Club, and she also was doing many powerful things at the recent crusade, including leading praise and worship, and she was in basically in charge of the whole crusade. Anybody had anything, you go see Leslie Ann, my daughter. And then, uh, But in all of that time, Neither one of my sons or my daughter had really taken too much to Bible prophecy. So it always been a very big concern of mine that I didn't have someone to walk in my footsteps one day and one to one day be able to turn the ministry over to them. Well, I'm about to introduce Dave Phillips, and I believe, and Leslie also believes, that he is the man. Now, it does not mean I'm about to turn the whole radio program over to Dave yet. It's going to be done in stages, and who knows? I don't know. It may not ever be completely turned over to him. That's the will of the Lord. But first of all, you have to understand, if an organization has an irreplaceable man, that is a replaceable organization. So every person that is in a high position should have a replacement. Now, this is not being done because there's problems at the Prophecy Club or even that, <laughs> that I'm getting too old to do it. It's because Prophecy Club is growing. If you were at the crusade, you saw me stand up there the very first night, and I said, Leslie and I have long been saying these 25 years that everything we've been doing is all preparation for what is coming in the future. And we didn't know what was coming in the future. But again, Friday night, that would be April 19th, as the crusade started, I stood up there and said, tonight at 6 p.m. is the start of our ministry. And then I raised my wrist. I looked at my clock. Just so happens it was exactly 6 o'clock. And I held my wrist up, and all the 380 people in the room at the time were amazed. They were shocked to see that I just happened. That is, if you think that's happening, I don't think that's happening. I think that's the confirmation of the Lord saying, that our ministry has now begun. My book is starting to get a lot of orders. We're, we're moving a lot of the books out. I think we're pretty close to like <laughs> 3,000 in the backwater, and that's after the first printing of 3,000. So, and, and the thing of it is, is once that newspaper headline comes out that says, Omer ushers in Palestinian state, and I have already written that in my book. And again, I've told you that. I remember uh, June the 14th, of 2008, 
That was the night the Lord spoke to me audibly, saying, Stan, I will give you the money to drill the well in Israel. Later on that night, he also spoke to me. I heard audible words that said, when those prophecies that I gave to your wife begin to come to pass, people from all directions will turn and begin to listen to your ministry. Well, that is about to happen. We've talked about it, and we're about to talk about it more here in just a minute. So, our ministry, I believe, is about to get a lot of people turning and listening to it. Part of it is because of the crusade. Part of it is because of just the things we say. Part of it is the book. So is this a stand thing, or is this God's arrangement? You want to know it? And, of course, Leslie and I, before we dare turn over my my precious baby, the Prophecy Club radio broadcast that I started back in June of 1994, that's going to be a very, very big day and a very big decision to begin to share that. And that's what we're really going to be doing today. So actually, David has been with us. Uh, we need to look it up exactly, but it's like in the ballpark of seven or eight years. And over this time period, from time to time, we would be talking. And it seems like we both knew that one day I would be handing at least part of and perhaps all of the broadcast over to him. Well, about three weeks ago, I was impressed to call Dave. He supernaturally has my heart, kind of like Leslie does. From time to time, I'll call him, and he will have had a dream about me or Prophecy Club. He knows some things that he got from that dream that no one could have known. So I believe that God has supernaturally linked him and me and Prophecy Club together. So anyway, so I call him, and I said, Dave, you got anything? Now, Dave, tell him what happened. Okay. I had had a dream a while ago. Not a big dream, just just a, a quick dream that I had remembered, actually. Uh, such a small dream that I don't even think I wrote it down. We were talking on the phone, and Stan said to me, I just can't do this anymore. And I said, what? Uh, it's not what you think. Stan says, I can't do this anymore. He says, I need your help. He says, I am so busy. I've been asked to go to different places, different interviews. He said, I just can't do it all. I need somebody to help me with the radio broadcast because the people out there need fresh content. They need information that's current, uh, and I just can't do everything. I really need your help. And so, and that's my dream, and that's where it ended. And I, I just told Stan about that. And I was overjoyed to hear it, I might add, because now... I'm not trying to say I'm going to abandon you, but what I think is about to happen as the book gets out there, as the success of this crusade gets out there, and what I think is going to happen, I think I will begin to get a lot of invitations. For example, as I just talked about yesterday, Pastor Massey has arranged, he made a phone call, and we've been invited to speak and minister in Malaysia for basically a whole week. And we're asking people to help us because this is not going to be a profit-making tour. This is going to be a ministry tour where you basically pay all your expenses to go over there. You pay for your hotel, and <laughs> probably you don't get back home with no money to even just buy your meals. Uh, the airfare, including uh, Sonia, which is going with us for various reasons we don't have time to discuss now. But the airfare is going to be, well, we already put it on a card, uh, $20,000. Yeah, you kind of gulp, but I think it's a test. I think it's a test for us. I think God is saying, Stan, just how bad do you want to minister? Just how bad do you want to go out and warn people about the end times? Tell them about Bible prophecy. Just how bad do you do it? Are you willing to go halfway across the world, 
at your own expense, possibly to lose money, just to take my word to them. Are you willing to believe me? Are you willing to go to the ends of the earth? It's a test. And, of course, we've said yes, we're going. But now the test kind of rolls downhill. Now it comes to the people that support us. Because, as you know, I can't warn people. I can't warn America by myself. I can write the book, but only you can help spread that word. So if you'd like to help, we'd ask for your best donation. I've told you it's going to cost $20,000 for airfare. And you know there's going to be other expenses. We're just, we don't know. We're just guessing somewhere in the twenty-three dollars to $25,000 ballpark, including all of the hotels, the meals, and everything. I asked Massey, well, is anybody going to buy books? And he said, probably not. <laughs> so, and they aren't paying for anything. They aren't paying for airfare, hotel, meals, books, nothing. So this is an opportunity for both us to prove to God that we're willing to go the ends of the earth. For him, it's also a test for you. If you listen to now, if you're if you're a new guest, don't pay attention, okay. But if you've been listening for a while, and you know if Prophecy Club is in your heart, you know right now if you need help, it's a test. It's a test whether I'm going to say I'm going to do this thing, uh, even if we don't get any donations, I'm willing to do it. It's a test. It's a test for me and Leslie. Are we willing to step out to another part of the world that is not necessarily safe to people that we don't know to bring the gospel, the end time warning to them? Are we willing to do that, knowing that we're probably not going to get anything back? And it's a test for you. Are you willing to say, you know what? I believe in this message. I believe what you wrote in your book. I believe that God has sent you. And I am going to stand behind you. I am going to help you to do this thing. So if you'd like to help, send your best donation to Prophecy Club. It'd be nice if you'd let us know. This is for Malaysia. <laughs> Malaysia, yeah, you got to think about that. I'm going to Malaysia? Yep, we're going to Malaysia. Yeah, and, you know, I think it's really important to add to that that really what this is is we're a team right now. Uh, right now, if Stan wanted to go to Malaysia and to be able to do the radio broadcast, that would be very difficult for him to do. But now, as we're working together, you know, it's very possible that wherever he goes, he'll be able to call in and we'll still be able to be a team uh, to reach out to you and to support you and to serve you, really, as we get into the days that are coming. And I got to meet several of you at the conference that we just had, and I first want to thank you for your support. There's a lot of people that came up to me and said, oh, I've, I've heard you and, and I really appreciate you and... Uh, I really appreciate that. So thank you to all of you, and thank you for your support. Thank you for trusting Stan in this decision. You trust him for so many other decisions. I want you to really consider really trusting him with this. Continue to listen, and you're going to find that this is something that God is doing. This is not a man thing. Okay, so Dave, kind of tell us about Dave. Who are you? Where would you come from? Tell us about you. Okay, so uh, real quick— I personally was saved by Bible prophecy. Uh, when I first got saved, it was because I started reading the book of Revelation, as my dad directed me to, because I was getting all, into all kinds of trouble. And uh, I started reading, and it didn't take very long for the Lord to tell me, uh, you better change a whole lot in your life, and right quick. So that was my first wake-up 
It was by reading Revelation. I wow. needed God to really. You know, I hadn't kick heard me. that story. Yeah, I, I really needed God to kick me, and He really did. Shortly after that, I actually started listening to the Prophecy Club, and you know, in my mind, it was by accident. I just uh, happened upon it on the radio broadcast. And so it was just, you know, short after that that I started listening to radio broadcasts, and then God just kept continuing to grow me. And I had prayed for a long time for the gift of the Holy Ghost, because I saw it in my Bible, but churches anywhere around, nobody talked about actually receiving that gift. But I was reading about it in my Bible, and I was like, the Lord says that He will give this gift to those that ask for it. But... I don't hear anybody talking about it, and so I prayed for it, and I was praying for it for a long time, and then Stan ta- started talking about it a, a little bit, but I went to one of the crusades, and uh, one of the crusades was the time that I got not only regular baptism by water, but also the baptism of the Holy Ghost, both at the same crusade, and that really changed my life. So, in many ways, I really feel like I am a son to Stan, and to this ministry because of the life changes that I've had through the ministry. So after that, you know, I knew that I had a calling from the Lord in some way, but I didn't know exactly what it was. And it was frustrating at times because I really knew that God had a call in my life, but not knowing what that was, you know, I felt like in a lot of times I was just waiting around, waiting for God. But uh, one thing I did do right is... I waited for God. I did not try to make my own way. I just tried to stay close to God, and uh, I trusted that if I truly did have a ministry, that He would open that door. It would not be me. I was determined. I'd rather do nothing than try to do something on my own that was not anointed of God. And so I waited, and God continued to work on me a lot. And then about 10, actually, it was almost about 10 years ago, because it was around the time that my first daughter was born. Stan and I actually just started to talk, and uh, I had a heart to help the ministry, to try to grow, to get the word out. And I thought, you know, if there's anything I can do, help do appeal letters, anything, that I'd wanted to be part of the solution to help the ministry go. Because I really had a heart for the ministry, and I believed that the Deuteronomy warning was absolutely from God. So, uh, I didn't know it would happen, but at that time, I actually started working with him part-time to try to help in any way that I could. And I've been doing that for a while. Now, the scope of what I've done has changed over the time as the needs came up, but Stan and I both always had this connection, this heart, uh, and Mm -hmm. it's all about getting that warning out. It's all about warning people. And the truth that the warning that we are sharing, it's not about Stan. And it's not about me. Uh, And Stan's not perfect. I'm not perfect. But God is perfect. And this warning is from God. And so that has been my heart. And that's why, even when it's been difficult for me at times, that's why I've stuck with it. It's all about the message. So, um, so recently, right? So that, that, that's the way we were going for years. But recently, Stan started talking about this crusade. And I asked God if I should go to this crusade. And God told me, yes, I should. And he confirmed it, even. Uh, By the way, we need to be able to hear from God, especially in the days that we're going into. Uh, And so I believe that that's something that God is going to actually increase in terms of our ability to hear his voice. But uh, God confirmed to me that I should go to that crusade. 
and I went to the crusade, and I went to the crusade just having a general idea of what it was going to be, but I had no idea what God was actually going to do there. And at that meeting, I was anointed, and what a change. Yeah. Uh, what a change. That's what we hear from everybody. That anointing was, it's hard to explain. It's not like one of those things where it was nice. No, this was one of those things where it was a change. I mean, it was a God thing, and there's no question, yes, not only for me, but for many of the people that went there. So, Okay, now you also picked up a gift there in that anointing. The anointing, it's almost hard to explain. The way, okay, so let me explain it like this. Look, I don't have a radio voice, right? I know that. Why would God put me in this place? Why now? And um, why why now? Why is God doing this? And the answer is, it's not about me. It's not about my ability. <laughs> in fact, God, I believe, chose me because I know exactly that. It's not about my ability. It's not about uh, any knowledge that I have. It's about God. It's about if he puts somebody in a position, he gives them the anointing. And so that's what he, he did. He gave you the heart. Yes. The heart to warn. And I'm right. even going to say the heart of the Prophecy Club. He gave you the heart of a watchman, the heart to warn. Right. He gave you that heart. He confirmed it through the anointing. But now you feel the anointing. Yeah, absolutely. Now it's um, when the anointing comes on me, I feel it. it. And there's no question. It's just it's there. And, and when it happens, I know that it's, it's not me speaking. It's God and speaking to somebody out there. Uh, and so that's really uh, what God did was he put me in this position. So as listeners, what I want you to do is I want you to be careful, okay, because we are going into a season of change. There's no question. If you're spiritually awake, you know we are going into a spiritual change. And whereas you may have listened to the ministry before lightly, Right now, you need to be careful. You need to be careful what you do, and you need to be careful what and how you hear. Because from this point on, it's not entertainment. You really need to understand that the warnings that Stan has been giving for all of these years, they're coming to pass now. Things are starting up. The things that he's been warning, this is a seasonal change. And so these changes in Prophecy Club recently uh, all the things that you're hearing that you've never heard before, this is not a coincidence. The truth out there is that millions are not saved. Most, most are not ready for persecution. Most would not be ready if that happened tomorrow. And we need to be ready. We need to be spiritually ready. And, and I mean, not just head knowledge, not just you know that judgment is coming, but there's a spiritual preparation and a spiritual change that needs to happen in us as we get closer to the times that are ahead. And um, one of the reasons why I really feel that God put this heart of preparation for persecution on me is I've had one vision. And the one vision was when I was just brand new in the faith, way back at the start of my story here. 
and at the time, I didn't know what church to go to, so I went to a Catholic church. And I walked into the Catholic church, I sat on the front row, and, you know, they sit and they stand, and they sit and they stand. Well, one of the times when I stood up, I got a vision, and I'll share real quick. In my vision, it was like I was looking all of a sudden at a movie screen, okay? But the movie screen, the, the size of the movie screen, left and right, went out and kept going out to basically eternity. So I couldn't see an end, left or right, of the picture. And then the top and the bottom did the same thing, up and bottom. So all of a sudden, I was looking at a movie screen that I saw no end of. And it was as if I was actually there, okay? And in this vision, what I saw was people being led by a leader. And that leader told everybody, it is time. We are the true believers, is, is what this person, the spiritual leader said. He said, we are the real, we, we are the real believers. Go and kill, not persecute, but go and kill, go and hunt down the unbelievers. Now, I was a baby Christian at the time, but I said to myself, no, that's not right. We're the true believers. Why is he saying to go and hunt people that are not believers? We are the true believers. But he was using that and he was twisting it. And the thing is, is that the hordes of people, masses of people from all over the world were in complete agreement. It was as if they, they had a different spirit. It was a spirit of rage. And they would now go forth and they would hunt down, not just persecute one by one, but they would literally go and they would hunt down Christians. And in my heart, I said, I'm not ready for this. And I started to sweat. I can't tell you how intense it is to know. It's not just about knowing what's coming, but when it actually happens, we need to be ready. And I think that that vision in the very beginning is what gave me the heart. It gave me the heart for the judgment warning, uh, for the prophetic warning, and it gave me a heart for you people out there. We are all a team trying to grow in the Lord, trying to be- get prepared for what is coming, not just for us, but also for those that we love that are around us. Well, let me read a scripture that describes exactly what you're saying in your vision. Jeremiah sixteen sixteen. Behold, I will send for many fishers, saith the Lord, and they shall fish them. And after them I will send for many hunters, and they shall hunt for them from every mountain and from every hill and out of the holes of the rocks. In other words, as I've been saying, that in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. I've been saying that there is a Christian killing machine that I believe will start here in America, but it won't stop in America. It will be those rapture-disappointed Christians and just basically anyone that is not wanting to be a part of the mark of the beast, the new world order, the world system, the world beast system. All of those people are going to kill the rest that are that, exactly what you said, unbelievers. Yeah. I've I've sort of known it was coming, but you hit the nail on the head exactly in that vision, exactly what's happening. So where we're going is Malaysia, and I believe it's a big test, and Leslie and I planned to pass that test. We plan to pass that test, and we're going to go out and prove to God that we are willing to go by faith, put on a credit card, 
<laughs> you know, some of them, as I'm saying this, it's like, Stan, are you crazy? But $20,000 on a credit card in faith to go to the other side of the world to minister to people you don't know. And Pastor Massey has a set up to minister several times to several groups of people. The ministry is going to spread over probably a whole week. But he's, I said, well, I need to take books. He said, well, <laughs> he said, they're probably not going to get your books. In other words, you're probably going to just give. Again, it's at all our expense. And that's the way it is sometimes, okay? But it's a big test. Leslie and I plan to t- pass that test. But now we're asking you to pass the test with us. We're asking you to join with us to where you can say, look it. I believe in that message that Leslie and Stan are carrying. I believe in the end time warning. I believe the people over there need to know the things that Stan and Leslie are going to tell them. And I've listened to this ministry. I follow this ministry. I have my heart in this ministry. And I'm going to pass the test with them. And I'm going to give. And I, I believe that I, I believe the whole 25,000. Again, we need the 25,000. Wait, that's, that's, Probably. I mean, we haven't sat down and put a pencil to it, but, you know, you can figure it out. A week. You're, you're, look, it's 22 hours flight. Okay. So <laughs> 20, we're probably going to be out of town for a couple of weeks, which is the reason I'm introducing Dave. I, either I can play the audio of DVDs uh, for two or three weeks while we're out of town, or I can begin to hand it over to Dave and let him bring fresh new information. I've given him the files of the prophecies. I've showed him how to do it. And so while I'm out of town, he is going to be bringing the broadcast. But again, I think that Leslie and I are about to be thrust out. Look, we, we've tell, told you guys this is coming. Remember, we, we told you that, that what we were surprised why God hadn't had anyone invite us out. Well, it was because it was a time. He was holding us back. But now we believe we're about to be thrust out to be speaking and ministering in, in a lot of places. And it may be international. But now... It's time for us to pass the test. And then when we pass the test, then other blessings are going to come our way. But if you believe in us, you believe in this ministry, then we're asking you to participate because the passing of the test rolls downhill. And if you have our heart, then we ask you to share in this because, look, this life is all going to go away. The only thing that counts is eternity. And what you can do is prove to God you can go with us. You can go with us. You're not on the plane. You're not standing before the groups of people, but you're on the plane and you're standing before the groups of people. You're saying, look at Stan. I am with you. I am going to be a part of what you're doing. I'm going to pass this test. I've listened to you for a while now, and I believe what I know you're going to tell the truth. I know you. I know your heart. And I know that you and Leslie are going to take the truth to these people. You're going to tell them. You're going to tell them the truth. And you're going to tell it for me. And so here's my donation to see that you go, to see that you tell the truth, to see that those people are informed. And I'm, while we're going to take a case of books, probably what we're going to do is wind up giving them away. You know how it is. Okay, That's the way it is over there in a lot of those countries. I've never done this before. <laughs> I've never ministered outside of America before. So this is new territory. But I'm confident that Dave is going to do an excellent job putting the broadcast together for the couple of weeks we're gone. And I'm very excited about the whole thing. So anyway, if you'd like to help, 
is send your best donation. You can go to prophecyclub.com. You can also call us, 785-266-1112. And you can also, hey, by the way, now these days you can actually put it on your phone. All you have to do is text the word prophecy, text the word prophecy to 444-999, and then you just follow the prompts. Text the word prophecy to 444 444- 999, follow the prompts, and I'm supposed to say, message or data rates may apply. So it's easy to give. The challenge is not giving. The challenge is giving. The challenge is not just sending money. The challenge is doing it for the right cause, the right reason. And you know me, you know Leslie, and you know we're going to take Bible prophecy, the unfettered, the uncompromised. We will take them the truth. We will take love, we'll take the kindness, we'll take the American spirit over there, the American spirit of turn to Jesus, stop sinning, repent, all the stuff that we're going to take, but you can go with us. And we're asking you to go with us, go with us with your donations. Then when you stand up before the Lord, your book of works will be full. Thank you for listening, thank you for your prayers, and thank you for those gifts to go to Malaysia. God bless.